Why would you allow somebody to stick a needle in your kid, even one time, really, knowing what you know now? All because, you know, they have to go to school. You ever heard of homeschooling? Protect your children. We got a wide open border. We got, they say, five million, but it's at least double that. The government tend to dumb down numbers to make themselves look good. Either way, mass invasion happening in our country. And now all of a sudden we're being set up to be taken over. We're on the verge of nuclear war for the first time in my lifetime. I remember having to do nuclear drills when I was a kid. Hide up underneath our desk with the uh, old uh, civil defense signs with the nuclear symbol on it. I remember all that. I also remember saying the Pledge of Allegiance before class started in the morning. You know, holding our hands to the heart and looking at, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic, not democracy, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. But when's the last time you ever felt any domestic tranquility? When's the last time you feel like you're being provided for as far as the common welfare? And I'm not talking about welfare as most people think about. I'm talking about the common welfare. How about the common defense? With a Chinese spy balloon flying across our most sensitive nuclear weapons, ending over Charleston, South Carolina, where we have our fast attack, nuclear fast attack, and ballistic missile submarine nests over there that they come and nest when they're rotating out on both ports. It's monstrous, people, when you reel out how how sold out not just the United States of America has been by this current administration and other past administrations, too. It's monstrous when you realize how much we've been sold out, people. Your lives are dramatically going to change and escalate that change. It's going to go exponential as far as the number of deaths. My prediction is that the bodies are going to be stacking miles high. Why? Because of those shots in arms, that burn cleavage site, that gain of functionality that can be turned up or down or off, and if it regulates body functions, puts thoughts in your head via 5G, which everybody has 5G now. You know, we already went through that in a prior podcast also, the difference between CB radios, 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G, and 5G is what? Wetware. It's you. You think it's the device, it's you. They already have 6 and 7G on the blocks right now. What is that? What is that? That's almost gamma radiation, people. That will kill you. 5G is stronger than your microwave. But I see people putting cell phones up to their heads all the time. I see people with those earbuds in their ear all the time. Point, point radiation sources right into the center of the brain. And then they wonder why they have neurological issues later on. So bodies are being snatched right and left, people. And it's up to us to all unite under the light of truth, under the spirit of truth, under the spirit of universal human justice. Put a stop to all vaccines. And that's another thing. Why does big tech have total immunity under Section 230 of the Telecommunications Act of 1996? Why does big tech have total immunity under Section 230 of the 1990? Notice, notice it was passed in 1996, but notice how it takes 20 years. You know, that's a very interesting thing that I came across, what I call generational long ball. There's a former KGB agent by the name of uh, Yuri Alexandrovich Desimov. And he said, when it comes to Marxism, and think about when Marxism really entered America a few election cycles ago. For those in the know, you know. For those that have ears, let them hear. Those that have eyes, let them see. He said that there's four stages to infiltrate a nation. I'm a student of history, prior wars, particularly wars. That's all I did was study wars my entire life. The uselessness of war, the futility of war. Why did we go to war? That sort of thing. Been involved in wars myself. In historical times, it used to be, let's take 
sure everybody's seen the movie 300 when Darius was attacking the Athenians, I mean the Spartans, King Leonidas and the Spartans and the Brave 300. You know, the first thing that they, they did and as they were conquering nations with their million-man army was they would buy off the elites, all from gold or, gold or, uh, or, or uh, plomo or plata, as they say in, in Mexico. And most elites, in order to maintain their lifestyle for their families, guess what they're going to pay? You know, that's measured in the millions and millions of dollars. So folks like us, we're not necessarily going to get that offer, but they do. So most of the elites sell out. Then they capture all the companies that the elites control. Then they capture all the institutions and the government that the elites control. Because the elites are the ones that put the politicians. And now capturing the politicians, it's very easy to roll them over, execute them, get them out of the way. And the meanwhile, they start tearing down all the monuments or any memories of that civilization or that society. Tear down all the monuments. Take over the schools for the children, put up their own monuments, and then 20 years later, nobody remembers. Like nobody remembers the 1996 uh, Telecommunications Act, or Communications Decency Act, and Section 230 that gives Big Tech totally immunity. And look at all the damage that Big Tech is causing humanity. Not just people in the U.S., but around the world because they're global companies, right? Multi-multi-billion. They're pow- more powerful than most nations. The bottom probably 100 nations combined. One big tech company is bigger than that. Look at Apple. It's a trillion-dollar company. Which, 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 which countries have a trillion dollars gross domestic product? Nobody other than the United States and maybe China. Maybe Europe, all of Europe. But he said that there's four stages of ideological subversion. Number one is demoralization. It takes 15 to 20 years, and he's right on point with that. Big tech, no immunity. Yeah, I mean, absolute immunity. Can't be sued for anything. What about big pharma? Can't be sued for anything. All of a sudden, everybody that provides products in your life that support your life, they can't be sued. When you can't be sued and there's no accountability, it's called moral hazard. Because we're flawed and fallen human beings, and most people... What are they? If they had a choice between greed for themselves and love for humanity, what are they going to pick? Filthy lucre. Second stage is demoralization. When there's a lack of moral standards, I'll just do what feels good, you know. You don't have to say sir or ma'am when you're in the military. Oh, you know, you can, you can, you can walk down the street naked. There's no problem. You can defecate in public spaces. There's no. I mean, just do what it is that you do. As long as you're not doing that to anybody else, everything is fine. So there's no clear moral standards. There's no code of conduct. There's nothing like that. And uh, again, keep the torch in the pitchfork. People fighting each other so they don't notice what's going on. Number two is destabilization. That takes two to five years. What has happened over the last two to five years? Destabilization with these COVID jabs. I am firmly convinced this thing was released on the public in order to get this administration in office in order to destroy American sovereignty because it was the last shining light on the hill standing. It's been totally compromised. All our poli- Most of our politicians, most of our regulatory agencies, most of our three-letter agencies in the government, they've all been captured at the elite level uh, via bribes or, you know, the Chinese call it BGY, Blue Gold or Yellow Program. But, you know, take a look at that if you want. And now we're into crisis and the dollar's failing straight up. That's the second time that I've heard that, that the dollar's failing straight up, but yet the workforce is going down. How is that even possible? Well, they just pumped in 65% of all the money that's ever been printed in the United States just got printed in the last two years. Like I said, the bankers are the bank robbers, and they're they're taking all the loot and all the booty and all the uh, filthy lucre before they go because the system is about to collapse in its own weight. It has to. 
That's why airline pilots, that's why you're having delayed flights all the time because the airline pilots that work for the major airlines, you name the airline, they did it. I mean, you're really playing Russian roulette if you get on a flight nowadays. I'm here to tell you. Because you don't know when that pilot's going to have a heart attack, right? Because they had to have mandatory jabs and boosters. And now a lot of them can't pass that flight physical and unknown to the American public. The FAA quietly raised the limit on atrial fibrillation for the hearts of pilots now because all the pilots now are experiencing what? Myocarditis. They're also experiencing encephalitis, cognitive issues. And these are the people behind the planes right now. It's absolutely monstrous, people, I'm telling you, when you wrap your head around the scope of this thing. And then the very last stage is after everything collapses, is normalization. They come in with a pre-planned, pre-ready, patent, copyright, kickback agreements, bribes, and all that stuff, ready to go in the new system because the old system failed and forced people into compliance. And that's where we're at, people. 